Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Hello, Gotham. Joker's back in town. I'm not wearing hockey pants. And now you're listening to the new and improved Outside the Comics Volume 2 podcast with your host, Alfred. No! What's going on, OTC listeners? Another episode of Outside the Comics Volume 2 podcast is in your life today. We are back on a Thursday night where more rumors keeps on circulating around us that it comes to our one and whole, our beloved Spider-Man. Now, it's funny because every time when we get the Spider-Man news, and you know me, I love me some Spider-Man. Hell, I posted up a few pictures on Instagram and on my Facebook. You know, I just finished doing a, um, well, I went to my niece's birthday party and her mom asked me to dress up as Spider-Man for her because thanks to her niece, because of me, she loves Spider-Man too. So with that being said, I dressed up as Spider-Man with the white insignia from the PS4 and we had a fabulous time. We really did. And ever since then, like more and more rumors just kept circulating about Spider-Man. If you remember from the last episode, which I so passionately spoke about, the Spider-Verse, that I do believe it's coming. I, I believe it in my bones, in my heart of hearts, that it is coming thanks to the confirmation of Doctor Strange being in the MCU Spider-Man 3. And now that these rumors are circling around, I want to kind of address those rumors in a particular way. Now... When I address them, I'm not theoretically sad in terms of what it is that I'm hearing. Let's just say in Lloyd... What, what, what's that guy's name, Lloyd? Uh, do you remember Dumb and Dumber? Do you remember that movie back then from the 90s where Jim Carrey played this dumbass character, Lloyd? And at the very ending of the movie, he goes, So you're telling me there's a chance. Be mindful of that. Just be mindful of that real quick. So we're going to address some rumors about Spider-Man in a bit. Also, Game Informer have actually gave us a little bit of a teaser with Spider-Man Miles Morales. I've already pre-ordered it. It's coming out on November 12th, literally less than a month away. Well, yes, I would say 28 days, 29 days. Ah, It doesn't matter. It's less than a month away. And there is a particular... Spider character that's going to be introduced and dare I say it's fucking adorable and in the last piece of news Jimmy Kimmel as Kraven the Hunter huh okay that's interesting that's very interesting no not really all that plus our superhero quote of the day but first like we always do about this time let's get our shout outs out of the way shall we And the main shout-out that I want to go to the show, The Haunting of Bly Manor. I just saw it with my roommate. I literally just finished it. And it's a hell of a ghost story. It really is. Let me rephrase. It's a hell of a love story. It's very interesting that shows that are supposed to be, you know, that incorporates horror, spirits, demons, possessions, and things like that. And at the end of it all, the main theme is about love. It's about passion. It's about what you're willing to do for someone else that you love, how far you're willing to go, what you're willing to give up, sacrifice, and everything else. 
And it's very interesting that these shows can market itself as being a horror movie, but in reality was like a romance type thing. For example, there are a lot of movies that does the same thing. I know Jeremy Johns briefly explained that Crimson Peak was a marketed horror film, but it was romance. M. Night Shyamalan's The Village was marketed as horror, but was kind of a romance film. This show is kind of the same thing. So if you have not seen it yet and you are expecting to be, you know, you know, scared out of your tits or whatever, it's not really anything like that. Yes, there are horror elements in it, but all in all, it is a love story and it is still worthwhile in checking out. It took me around episode six or seven for me to put the pieces together. There are nine episodes in total over an hour each. Well, 50 minutes to an hour. It's not as good as The Haunting of Hill House, and it's not a sequel of Haunting of Hill House, but it is still good enough nonetheless, and I do recommend it. Haunting of Bly Manor on Netflix. Check it out right now. As part of the Halloween special, I wouldn't say Halloween special, more like a, uh, you know, something to watch during October, because I love Halloween. Halloween is going to be celebrated. Can't wait for that day to come. Haunting of Bly Manor, go check it out right now. You are welcome. That's all we have for the shoutouts. Let's go into our Spider-Man rumors. And that starts right in a bit. You know, every time when a certain rumor comes out that has to do with a favorite character that I love, mostly Batman or Spider-Man related, it makes me feel that I want to either take upon those rumors with great caution. Now, I remember I said once before that I usually don't like to talk about rumors because if it's false... That means that I raised my hopes up for nothing. If it's true, that means it's something to be excited for. So it's more of a damned if you do, damned if you don't type of thing. But let's let's start off where we are going to start off as, as best we can. You know, let's not get this jumbled in any particular way. Early this week, one of the particular sites called Fandom Wire, which is a very, I would say... It's hard to describe who they are. They are, they're more of a news article that like to post articles based on what it is that they hear, but don't really have actual sources as of yet. If you've heard of Fandom Wire or WeGotThisCovered.com or any of those other minor sites that they claim to be investigative journalists or investigative, you know, reporters that can look behind the scenes when it comes to Hollywood. They're not really. I know a couple of friends have been sending me, you know, messages and articles that pertains to them. And I genuinely look at them with great, great caution because it's clickbaiting. That's all it is. Whenever we look at their sites or whenever we look upon what it is that they're writing about 
it's very, very... How can I say this? I always read particular news. If you don't have strong credibility, I always read those news with great caution. That's what it's about at the end of the day. Okay, You have to have strong credibility in order for me to believe you in terms of what it is that you're actually reporting, especially when it comes to the entertainment industry, Hollywood, movies, video games, etc. Okay, Sites like Variety, sites like Deadline, sites like IGN, you know, organizations like that, they're much more credible because they have not only sources in terms of in terms of which studio is actually doing what, but who can actually report to them, what person are they able to speak to, and vice versa. So, think of it as, okay, if TMZ reports something, they're doing it because, A, they want people to click on their article, and of course, it's all cash grab. That's all it is. It's all cash grab. Now, that's how TMZ was back then. I don't know how they are now because I don't pay attention to them as much, but you kind of get my point here. So these were the rumors that basically was addressed. Last episode, I talked about Doctor Strange introducing himself and being confirmed within the MCU Spider-Man 3, Tom Holland Spider-Man 3. And I also said that there's a strong chance that this could introduce the emergence of Tobey Maguire Spider-Man and Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. Because the live-action Spider-Verse is coming. And I still believe that is the case. Now there were rumors, literally for the past few days, that Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield has been casted back and will be involved in the MCU's Spider-Man 3. Here's the problem. These rumors were addressed by FandomWire and WeGotThisCovered.com. None of the major sites like Variety, Deadline, IGN, or any other major organization that works in Hollywood, that works closely to Sony or Marvel or whatever studio, none of these people confirmed it. There's only one studio, one major organization that have actually confirmed certain rumors in terms of what's been going on, and that organization is Sony. And this is what Sony basically had to say about everything in terms of the castings or in terms of whatever it is that is involved with Tobey Maguire or Andrew Garfield. Those rumored castings are not confirmed, said a studio representative. In this case, it's Sony. Now, keep in mind, they said are not confirmed. They did not say it's false. Because if they said it's false, they would have went on with it already. Which means, in my speculation, that means that maybe they're in talks for a while and a deal has not been signed yet. In a particular way, what I'm saying right now is nearly contradicting everything that I said in the last episode. Trust me, I honestly do believe that they are coming. They are coming. They've just started literally filming around this week in New York City. Spider-Man 3 has already begun filming. The movie is only over a year away. What, 12 months? 14 14 months. It's only 14 months out of the way. So there could be a lot of changes that could be happening between now and then. Until 
someone comes out and says Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield will not be in the MCU Spider-Man 3, I will continue to have hope. I will continue to have faith. Because, as I said before, this is what it's been building to at this time. Now, I understand why they would not want to release the news yet. I understand why if for any reason they did make a deal but they want to be hush-hush until the time is right to release certain news. And I also understand why it's way too early to even confirm anything at this point. I can completely understand that. But my main gripes is with certain sites that basically likes to make articles that likes to toy with people's emotions and are just there for clickbaits. I have a huge, huge problem with that, which is why when it comes to certain rumors about anything, I genuinely proceed with caution and I address it here on my show, on this podcast, on those certain rumors and see if any of them hold merit or promise. Now, I am not believing for one second that this will not happen. I'm just saying it's best to wait and see what happens next. Time will tell. Time will tell. And first of all, the MCU knows. Sony knows this is a big deal. They know there's an audience for this. They're, they know that there's a huge demand that what we want is a live action Spider-Man film. And the only way to even succeed or be at least be on par with what Avengers Endgame has done is to get those three actors together. I don't care how much money you have to pay each actor in order to fucking do the goddamn thing. You owe it to like they owe us anything. Fuck that. I'm about to say it. Yes, I will say it. You owe your fans this much. Sony, you have botched The Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2. Yes, you gave us the trilogy films, but you kind of botched Spider-Man 3. And yes, you've kind of, in a particular way, redeemed yourself with Sony Animation Pictures with Into the Spider-Verse, the animation movie. I get all of that. But hey, come on. Give the people what they want. Don't be like Vince McMahon. Don't be like Dana White. Don't be like all these other promoters that like to tease people and like to control puppets on strings, you know, whatever the case may be. Don't be like that. Give the people what they want. If for any reason one of the actors is having a hard time in making a deal, sweeten the deal. Pay him whatever. Pay the man. Pay the men. Just pay them. You know this is what we want. In terms of the rumors, I, as I said before, I will not say that this is not happening because until there is exact confirmation, I will hold my hopes on high. Therefore, my last episode, my passionate talk in the last episode, it still stands. And I'm saying it now, it still stands. The Spider-Verse is coming. And until said otherwise, I will continue to say it. The Spider-Verse is coming. There is a second bit of rumors that I do want to address real quick before we move on to the next thing. 
Apparently, there's also been rumors that Miles Morales will also be making his debut in the MCU as well. Now, you can look at this as one or two things. You could look at this as maybe they're trying to grab on the cash in terms of Miles Morales being a prominent and fan favorite character now with the video game and the character from Into the Spider-Verse and the fact that we've already met Uncle Aaron from Spider-Man Homecoming and yada yada. I get all of that. Personally, as a fan and as a person that enjoys storytelling, I think that's a little bit too soon. I feel like having the three Spider-Man from the original movies all the way till now, I think that's more than enough. And the reason why I say that is because if you're going to introduce Miles Morales, introduce him as a little boy. Introduce him as a kid. Introduce him as, you know, maybe a toddler or or someone. Like, like maybe he's in school or something. You know, someone that we can see, okay, this is going to be the next big thing. Because... Once Tom Holland's Spider-Man is done, we can move on to Miles Morales and his storyline and focus on his trilogy in the MCU if he's ever going to get one. I just feel like it's way too soon to introduce him now. If you're going to introduce him, introduce him as a child. If you're going to introduce him, introduce him as a little boy, maybe have Tom Holland's Spider-Man save him in some particular way. We've already met his Uncle Aaron we can meet Miles Morales, but not in a full grown-up or alternate Spider-Man from a different universe. It, to me, it doesn't work that way. And the reason why I say that is because if you're going to put Miles Morales as Spider-Man for some odd reason in the MCU Spider-Man 3, and I'm just, I'm just speculating here. If you're going to introduce him as another Spider-Man in Spider-Man 3, then you have to introduce the others as well. Spider-Gwen, Gwen Stacy, Spider-Man Noir, Peter Porker, Penny Parker. You have to introduce all of them, you know? Because if you have all of those four Spider-Men, supposedly, let's say you have all four of those Spider-Men together. I honestly feel that Miles Morales is going to stick out like a sore thumb. And there's going to be a lot of passionate fans that are going to be like, wait, if he's here, what about the others? Because again, we've already seen Into the Spider-Verse. And Part 2 is coming out in 2022. So, honest to God, introducing Miles Morales as another Spider-Man in the MCU Spider-Man 3, at least that's what the rumors are saying, is way too soon. If you're going to introduce him, introduce him as a kid. Have Spider-Man save him in some particular way. Have him with his uncle. Maybe, you know, some, God forbid something happens to Spider-Man and Miles Morales actually sees him and it encourages him to do better or to do well. Something along those lines. That's all I got to say about those rumors. All That's, that's all I got to say. Honestly, I feel like rumors like this should be kept in check. And should not go out of hand just because someone has got a whiff of something and they do not have the appropriate sources to back it up. That's why we get fake news on a timely and a daily basis. It's not cool, man. It's not cool. Anyway, let's move on. Speaking of Miles Morales, Spider-Man Miles Morales game, Game Informer has teased us tremendously this week. And I've seen a lot of the gameplay. And one thing I like is the fact that Miles Morales, he's new, and it's not just a simple cut-and-paste, different color coloration 
you know, with the character that you're going to play. He's very unique in his own way, his own personality in a particular way and how he swings. And in one of the ads for the Game Informer, there's a particular spider cat. You actually rescue a little kitty where he's wearing a little Spider-Man mask type thing and you actually fight crime with him. Now, I have to say, if that's not fucking adorable, I don't know what is. I love cats. I I would love to get a cat, but my angel does not want to get a cat. She's terrified of cats. True story. She is terrified of fucking cats. So, I can't get a cat. But then I saw that, and I'm like, holy shit, that shit is adorable. Because if you are using your lightning strike or your venom strike or whatever the hell it's called on a particular opponent and the spider cat comes out of nowhere and like, you know, smacks it with its paw or whatever, that shit is funny and it's fucking cute and it's new. Hell, there's even a little insignia where there's a Spider-Man symbol with a cat paw that's dead in the center. I, I have to say, I'm fucking sold. I am sold. I can't wait to get the game. November 12th, once again, it will be coming out. Spider-Cat. Holy shit. And not only is that coming out, apparently you get new skins as well. You got the uh, black and white skin. You got the, uh, I think it's some kind of motorcycle slash machine type skin. I don't even know what the hell it is, but it looks cool. It looks really cool. And... It's going to be interesting to see what they're going to give us when we get the game. I really, really do hope that they give us the actual jacket and shorts from the Into the Spider-Verse movie. I know I said that before, but I'm really hoping they give us that. I think some people are pissed off that they switched the shoes from Nikes to Adidas. Listen, who cares? Like, honestly, who fucking cares? I mean... I get it. Maybe I'm just not a shoe guy. Maybe I'm not a fashion guy. But does it really fucking matter? Does it really fucking matter? It's going to be the same shoe, sort of. It's going to be the same colors. So it's 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 so it's with a different shoe company. Big deal. Big deal. That's like me saying uh, I'm wearing something from North Face, a good jacket company. And I'm going with Columbia. Shout out to them, by the way, because they make good insulated jackets. It doesn't matter. If it fits, it fits. If it looks good, it looks good. So, trust me, it's not as bad as Insomniac recasting Peter Parker. It is not that bad as that. Trust me. But anyway, let's move on to our third and final piece of the episode. Jimmy Kimmel as Craven the Hunter. Now, yesterday, on October 14th, since today is October 15th, Jimmy Kimmel said on Twitter, Thrilled to announce I've been tapped to play Kraven the Hunter in hashtag Spider-Man 3 at Tom Holland 1996. Um, once again, IGN did not report this, Variety did not report this, nor any other major news company or article did not report this either. This is from Jimmy Kimmel. Not to mention, it's Jimmy Kimmel. I mean, 
he's funny in some aspects. He has a talk show host. He's a talk show host. So a lot of what he says is comedic. It's really hard for me to take that seriously. So I honestly do believe this is trolling. I honestly do believe he's trolling us. I thought I think I honestly do believe this is a big joke and this is something to not really be taken seriously. However, what I will say is maybe he knows something about Craven the Hunter that we don't know yet. Maybe he knows something in terms of what's going on with Craven the Hunter since there has been some talks that Sony is planning on developing that project very soon in the next couple of years. So if Jimmy Kimmel knows something about Craven the Hunter, I should keep my eyes open and my ears open because of that. Now, do I believe he's going to play Craven the Hunter in Spider-Man 3? No. Do I believe he looks anything like Craven the Hunter? No. If there's one guy that I know that can play a good Craven the Hunter, and I'm probably only thinking of him because of the last few things that I've seen him before, it would have to be Jason Momoa. That is the only person that I see that can actually play Craven the Hunter. So with that being said, I would not think too seriously or too rationally in terms of what Jimmy Kimmel said. But I will say he probably knows something that we don't know. Whatever it is, let's wait and find out. So like anything else, we'll see what happens. That's all we have for today on this episode of Outside the Comics Volume 2 Podcast. Once again, guys, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for your support. I honestly love doing these things twice a week and doing the best of my ability. You know, it's funny. Just today, I was literally thinking about rebranding this podcast as a Batman, Spider-Man type podcast because those are my main two characters that I absolutely love love, love in all of superheroes, Daredevil being my third. But then if I do that, I can't really talk about Daredevil or Jessica Jones or anything else that goes on in the comic book news. So I'm going to continue to the format. It is an interesting idea, but I'm going to continue the format. I don't know. I was just brainstorming a little bit today. I'm just brainstorming. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, hit me up on OTC Volume 2. Volume completely spelled with the number 2, but you already know that. And if you want to hit me up directly, if you want to hit me up with any discussions, anything that I've said, if you agree with me on something, if you don't agree with me on something, if you feel like there's anything that I need to change about the podcast, because I do want to grow, I do want to expand, If you feel like there's an additional segment that I should include. If you think that my podcast should be a little bit longer. If you think it should be a little bit shorter. I am open to all suggestions. Because we're, what, six months in? And I want to continue, but I also want to get better. I want to get better in terms of my delivery. I want to get better in terms of the news that I project. I want to get better in terms of me expanding bigger, better, better, as best I can. So hit me up, OTC Volume 2 or Mike Garcia VO on my Twitter or Instagram. If you want to hit me up on Facebook, Mike Garcia. You'll know where to find me. I'm the kid with the microphone in front of his face. That's me. That's me. The ugly ass, beautiful Dominican. 
And that's all there is to it. Before we end this night off, let's go to our superhero quote of the day. And this one is from none other than the crow himself, Eric Draven. I've been listening to a lot of the crow music, Burn by The Cure. Such powerful music. I really do. I should do a review on all of the crow movies with the exception of Wicked Prayer. You know what? I probably am going to do that for the simple reason that I just want to trash that fucking film. The Crow Wicked Prayer. Jesus Christ, what the hell were they thinking? Anyway, Eric Draven's words. If I got rid of my demons, I'd lose my angels. And my reaction to that is this. Everything is balanced in a particular way. And there's an old saying, you can't have one without the other. So if you cherish your angels, you're going to have your demons and vice versa. Unless you're a psychopath. I confront my demons every day. I welcome them with open arms. And I go right through them in terms of doing what I need to do. And by demons, I mean my doubts. I mean my anxiety. Or anything that I'm feeling that's sad. And my angels. My friends. My family. My loved ones. They're always there with me. And they're always there with you too. Everything is a balanced. And how you choose to deal with them is completely up to you. Just don't let the demons take over. That's all I gotta say. Guys, have a great weekend. Have a great, great weekend. Tune in Monday night where we will talk all of the hilarious happenings or all of the news happenings in the world of comic book movies and TV shows. And always remember, if you hear about it and you read about it, I talk about it. Stay safe. Take care of each other. I'm done. I'm through. Peace out.